Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What do you want from me? I'm not America's sweetheart. Goodness sake, kid. Keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not America's sweetheart. This is the Annie Fry Show. I love that intro. You know, it's just so much fun, and it, it makes you wonder what happens in the Wiggins brain that comes up with things like that. It makes you think, doesn't it? It really does. That's, what, that's the point. Is it, it just sort of drills down into your brain a little bit and makes you think about your life. It's the old Ars- Arsenio Hall thing. Things that make you go, hmm, right? Yeah, I think he sang that song. <laughs> Pretty sure he did. It's the Eddie Fry Show. Mike Elam sitting in for Eddie today. It is time for X's and O's. Yay! <laughs> All right. So what, I am guess I the this only is the one? part where I take it away and uh, we bring in our drummer to make things very, very intense. Lee has got that queued up. Uh, I mean him queued up. Not yes, that. That's... He's a real person. Yeah. Let's let's not use wrong pronouns. Yeah, he identifies as him. <laughs> <laughs> he identifies as that. Uh, do you want me on. to introduce our guest or are you going to do I that? I think that you should do that. Okay. So our contestants today, uh, all the way from out west, we start out in St. Charles County, and St. Charles County Sheriff Scott Lewis has joined us today. How are you, Sheriff? Hey, we'd, it'd be good if we had a microphone. That would be good, but I wouldn't expect too much. Test, test, one, two. Oh, check, there check. we go. Okay, now the microphone is working. Hey, That hi. works out so much better. And welcome back. Have you, ever, have you ever been here? I haven't, no. Uh, excellent. So this is good. First time. Scott has his own radio show, by the way, that he does on the weekend. What's your show called? Sheriff Lewis investigates. There you go. So he's he's got a radio show that he does on cool, the weekend. Cool. But I don't have that radio voice. But but you have a gun and and the <laughs> license to use it. So that trumps that trumps all that stuff. We are also joined all the way from out in Warrington, Montgomery County, Warren County area. State Representative Jeff Myers from District Forty Two. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. This is. This is a hunting, fishing, loving every day kind of uh, panel that we have today. This is this is <laughs> a man's come, man contestant day, right? man. This we, is uh, broke we, out the flannel and we're ready to go. Best, it's yeah. it's a plaid well, kind of day. And so, with <laughs> that in mind, the questions are pretty much the exact same as usual. <laughs> I didn't change them a whole lot. We have gone out of our way to not change anything. <laughs> but uh, I will say that before we came on. Leah or Drew, somebody asked, are they are they hard this week? Yes. Yes. Uh, they just so happen to be very tricky questions this week. I don't know why it played out this way, but it did. So I The think, most difficult questions ever. So one of the ways that that plays out is that you have a landslide with one of the two of you. The other is that you have a great game because nobody can figure out what to do. So we'll <laughs> see which way it goes. 
Uh, who do we do we have uh, bragging rights here? Does anybody want to start? Does anybody want to let the other one go first? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll defer I'll, to I'll, the. Uh, all right. All right. So the sheriff is deferring to the Montgomery state representative. <laughs> okay. All right. So Jeff, that it's means... good because St. Charles and Montgomery County haven't always got along. So that's good that it's working well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Well, it's mainly Warren. County. Well, that's and, it, and we get we get along less. That, that... <laughs> Our Illinois listeners are like, ah, yeah, we have no idea. Missouri, whatever. A bunch of texts from a friend yeah. of mine in Illinois. So. <laughs> All right. So, Jeff, that means you're going to go first. The board is behind you. This is a tic-tac-toe board. So I am explaining this because you guys have never played. I'm a, I don't remember ever having you in, right? Okay. So this Maiden is first voyage. time for both of you. So the game is X's and O's. Number one through nine on those squares. It's a typical tic-tac-toe board. You're trying to get tic-tac-toes. Um, but if nobody gets tic-tac-toes, then total number of squares will win. But a tic-tac-toe will win above all. Of course, you could also get two tic-tac-toes. So then you go to a tiebreaker, which would be total number of squares. That's how we play. Uh, the way that you play is just like tic-tac-toe, except that you have experts in front of you here. Mike Elam, Leah Olmstead, and Drew Young. <laughs> Young. I forgot or your last Ethan, name. You... <laughs> yeah, I always refer to you as Ethan. There's so many Ethans around. Uh, so Drew Young. <laughs> is one of our experts today filling in, of course, for Annie Fry and Brad, who are off. So, Jeff, pick your square, then pick your expert, and I'll give them a question. You simply agree or disagree with that answer. Uh, I will go with number one, and I'll start with Leah. Mm. Number one. <laughs> All right, Leah and Jeff, you guys have gotten the first audio whoopee of the day. Whoopee! Donald Trump has been in the limelight this week, although... When is he not in the limelight? <laughs> this clip is him talking glowingly about someone else. But he's a fantastic guy, a very smart guy. He's got some tremendous ideas, and uh, he's young, and he's got some young ideas, too, and that's a good thing. So he has a big, beautiful, bright future ahead. Leah. Who is Trump talking about? Vivek Ramaswamy. Well, that was fast. Well, that's I, exactly like, right. I like him, and I heard that. <laughs> yep. That's that. That's who, who he was talking about. Jeff agrees. All right, here's the answer. Bright future ahead. Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> Come on up, yeah. Vivek. I'm sorry, the correct answer was Vivek Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. <laughs> you were close, though. Yeah, you were very close. All right, Jeff, you get the square if you want to go ahead and mark that on there. Are you choosing X's or O's? We didn't really determine, uh, did we? I'll just go with the X. He's going X's. All right. All right. X, and that is the first square, number one. Now we go to St. Charles County Sheriff Scott Lewis. Scott, where would you like to go? I'm going with uh, Charles Nelson Riley in square number five. Hey! All right, number five. It, it, is Charles Nelson Riley Mike Elam? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Wait. apparently an inside joke here. Oh, if, <laughs> if you're, not, you're not old enough. To if you were old, if, if you're old enough, you would know who was always the center square of Hollywood Squares. Oh, so. that's what it is. <laughs> so I watched Hollywood Squares, but even that predates when I was watching Hollywood Squares. You you have to be over fifty. Okay, Mike, you yes. have stumbled into. AI. Okay, you've stumbled into AI. This is always fun. This is a real clip from the week, run through AI, so the quote is real, but it won't sound like the person that said it. It was number eight, right? Just to be confirmed. 
Number five. Number five. It was, it was, it was number, number five. five. Okay, because I also have a number eight here, which you apparently now know what it'll be. Thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. This is the sound run through AI. Tell me who said this. Last night, it was amazing. NBC on CNN refused to air my victory speech. Think of it. Because they are crooked, they are dishonest. Okay. Let me know if you need to hear that again. Well, I'm, I'm going to say that's Donald Trump. Okay. You're going to say that's Donald Trump. Scott? I agree. You agree that that's Donald Trump? I do. Here is who said it. Last night, it was amazing. NBC and CNN refused to air my victory speech. Woo-hoo! Think of it. Because they are crooked, they're dishonest. Okay, there you go. That was Donald Trump. I loved watching the whole so, MSNBC uh, explanation of that, where uh, Rachel Maddow says, we cannot air this because journalistically we are held responsible for telling the truth. <laughs> and when Donald Trump speaks, we don't always know that he's going to tell the truth. So that's why we're not going to air it. Really? Okay. When, when Rachel Maddow comes on the air and says, we have too much integrity to air this. I'm like, what are you not airing? Now I want to watch it. Hang on. My BS meter just went off. I think something's <laughs> happening here. All right, Jeff, back to you. It is All right, we're two game. for two so far. Uh, we'll go with three. Number three. And who's answering this question for you? I will go with Drew. Drew. All right, right in your lane. Here we go. Fox Sports has added a former Cardinals player as a full-time Major League Baseball analyst. He said, quote, hopefully my experience on the field will allow me the opportunity to share the game I love in a unique and deep way. Who is it? Uh, Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright. It is number 50. That is correct. Hey! I would say that was probably the easiest one on the board today. So there you go. Leah, did, did, did you know that one? I've known the first three. Okay. Yeah. Right. Look at yeah. that. She okay. Is, if you're not watching online, she is glowing yeah. and very excited. She right is now. very. This is my game so far. I just know. I'd like. Oh no. These. It's gonna get worse. Yeah. No foreshadowing. We don't know. We don't know where it'll go from here. Scott, back to you. I'm gonna go with square number two for the block. Ooh. Square number two for the block, and you realize this is a little bit dangerous because if you don't get it right. You're handing Jeff the tic-tac-toe. Oh. But we like it when people live dangerously. So if that's what you're going to do. That's my middle name, Dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Dangerous. Johnny Dangerously. All right, Scott, who is your expert for this question? Uh, I'm going to go with Drew, too. Oh, man, you shouldn't have done it. All right, Drew. (laughs) On Wednesday, we on the Annie Fry Show had a conversation about the movie The Goonies in which Annie brought up her favorite character played by Corey Feldman. In the 80s, he was one of the two Corys as dubbed by fans. Who is the other Corey in popular 80s movies other than Corey Feldman? Oh man, I'm gonna say uh, Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. (laughs) Okay. I think that's it. (laughs) I would've gave the same answer, don't do that. Okay. Scott? Scott, do you agree or disagree? I'm going to disagree with Kermit the Frog. I think it's Corey. Is it Heim? Or? You got it. You got hey! it. It's Corey, yeah, Corey Hain. is exactly right. Yeah. Good man. Nice job. And the block happens. These guys are four for four. These guys are four for four. See? And it is, a, it is a real game we've got going here because now it goes back to Jeff, who has to choose whether he's going to block or not. 
What do you want to do? Go for it. I'll go for number eight because I know it's the uh, AI question. You are correct. <laughs> uh, you have, in fact, stumbled into AI. AI. Who is going to be your expert for this question? I'll go with uh, Mike over here. Uh, all right, Mike. good at it. Yeah, I don't know. Real clip from the week. Run through AI. Tell me who said this. Under the Trump administration, we have the greatest economy in the history of the world. With record low unemployment rates for African Americans, Hispanic Americans. Who said that? Can you play that one more time? I can. I, can. I can't get over the Snoop AI dog. voice that you just used, <laughs> which dog. It completely threw me off for a second. Oh, did that sound like Snoop? I didn't even did it? notice. Oh, okay. All right, here you I go. I was a little high when you asked that question. Under the Trump administration, we had the greatest economy in the history of the world, with record low unemployment rates for African Americans, Hispanic Americans. That is our former uh, Secretary of State. Uh, oh. What is what is his name? Uh, uh, I can see him standing in front of me, and I, I can't think of his name right now. Um, and the music ends. <laughs> that was that no was inappropriate. Oh crap! I I'm if, just. If you just want to go with the title and say former Secretary of State, you can. So I'll go with the you. former Secretary of State, and, and and we'll stop with that. Okay. Well, he seemed pretty certain about that. So if we go with former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. Is that who you were thinking of? That's who I was thinking of. Yes. All right. I'll I don't go want with to put it. words in your mouth. So, okay, you guys are going with Mike Pompeo. Here is who said that. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Under the Trump administration, uh, we had the greatest uh, economy in the history of the world with record low unemployment rates for <laughs> African Americans, Hispanic Americans. All right. So that just gave the first tic tac toe of the game. To Scott. You could have went with Kermit the Frog. I could have. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I'm he sorry. He was really confident. I could have. <laughs> like you could watch him thinking he had seen I that didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize he was setting me up. No, okay. All he, right. is, he is my sheriff. So, you know, <laughs> I have to. There's, you know. We did talk about Senate Bill 190. <laughs> <laughs> you are in a county council, correct? That's true. Mm. I did have my county executive there. Sorry about that. So here's the way this game is shaking out right now. A lot of times, if you get a cross tic-tac-toe, you've blocked the other player from getting any. That is not the case right now where Scott... He still has two pathways. Currently, yeah, Scott currently has the first tic-tac-toe, which means he's winning the game right now. But there are two opportunities for Jeff to catch back up and get a tic-tac-toe. So we are going to break right there and come back and see what happens in the rest of the game. Mike, you can take it away. This is the part where you go, you're listening to the Annie Fry Show <laughs> on 97.1 FM Talk. You know, you did that so well. And she just shut me right off. She's like, she's like, you're done. We're moving Sorry. on. I hope your Friday is going well. Hey, don't forget, we still have our YouTube live chat poll. How much more winter weather are you okay with? Bring on the snow, choice one. One more good snow than I'm done, choice two. Or I'm done with the snow is choice number three. Or you can just sit back and enjoy some nice George Michael as we do this soothing zen moment on the Annie Fry Show on 97.1 FM Talk. That's why he's here. Rise, to mind a silver screen and This is the Annie Fry Show. Sorry. There you go. 
There's nothing that makes me feel more patriotic than listening to a Brooks and Dunn song when you come back in, right? And only in America just kind of fires you up. We got two good American patriots that are playing with us today. Jeff Myers, who is state representative from District 42, and St. Charles County Sheriff Scott Lewis. Both of them making their maiden voyage on the Annie Fry Show today. State representative, what's going on at the Capitol? How was your week this week? No, Nobody threw anybody out a window or anything yet, right? Not yet. I mean, Not it is yet. early. It, we it, haven't really gotten into it. That could happen. If we're going to do that, though, we'll go up to the Whispering Gallery and do it right there in the middle. Of the there room. you go. Well, as long as you stay away from the Senate side. The Senate side seems to be ready to throw people out, but uh, I haven't heard bad things on the House side. So you got anything big that you're trying to get done over there? Well, so, so my background is I'm a retired trooper. I spent 28 years doing that. Um, and many? there towards the uh, end of uh, <laughs> end of my career, uh we, I got some training on human trafficking, and it was something that, that really motivated me to, to see what I could do once I got elected to, to try to put a, whole, uh, a stop to it as quick as possible. So I spent time during the interim talking to folks, stakeholders that, that are in that field, and asking them, what do you think moves the needle? What, what would put a hindrance to this tomorrow? And so I've got quite a few provisions written up in a bill, and next week it gets heard in uh, public safety. So excellent. I'm looking forward to get that moving. We got good law enforcement represented today. You know, you got a former trooper, you got a current sheriff. So, water patrolman too, correct? No, no, he just lives on the water. Yeah, that's, I live on the water. That's that's where he's going to end up one day. I fully expect Scott to be in a houseboat somewhere down in the ocean. That's that's probably how it's going to work. What's, Absolutely. What's yep. the good news out in God's country in St. Charles in the Sheriff's Department? Mike, we just live in the greatest c- county in the state, don't we? You got to love it, man. It just keeps getting better. It's awesome. Yep. No, everything's great. We had a little bit of a tragedy uh, earlier this morning, but uh, um, you know, but it's it's a great place. Well, I'm glad you, you're both here. Thanks, both of you, for your law enforcement uh, service. We appreciate you both doing that. But we're back to X's and O's. Now, Sheriff Lewis won the first part and got the first tic-tac-toe, but yeah, Representative we, Myers has got two pathways to victory that may actually happen. Here. We do have a game. So, obviously, Scott is uh, is kind of in charge of the game right now, but that doesn't mean that Jeff couldn't come back. He's got two ways to do that. And I do believe that it is... It's the sheriff that's up, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, because Jeff just missed that last one. Okay. (laughs) Not to bring that up again. Sorry about that. (laughs) Now that we're back, let's remind you what you did wrong last time. You agreed with Elam. I was set up by Mike Elam. (laughs) It's it's the St. Charles connection that got you. It It was a strong setup. I'll give you that because you believed it. (laughs) And and what's sad is I actually did. (laughs) So there you go. All right. So, Scott, you're uh, you're in charge here. Where do you want to go? I'm going to go with nine. Number nine. And Drew did such a great job last time. I'm going to go with him again. Drew, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has announced that he has made the ballot in one state. So far, RFK will only be seen as a choice in one state, though he hopes to add 49 more. Which state was the first to put RFK on the ballot? Okay, so I'm... Taking a shot in the dark, so if you feel like I'm right, go ahead. I'm going to say New Hampshire. New Hampshire. (laughs) No. Mike's over there laughing. All right. (laughs) Well, Jeff just kind of looked at me, and he's like, you couldn't have given me that lead in? You had to go with this. (laughs) I'm super confident crap. Yeah. I kind of agree with Jeff here, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Wow. Okay. That's why I'm in the corner. Yeah. 
I disagree with you, with Drew. I think it's uh, with Drew. With Drew, <laughs> it's uh, Utah. I think that is exactly right. Wow! Exactly look at that. Right. Yeah, excellent work to block one of the paths to victory. Now, Jeff, this could get. I think ugly. I'm going to take number seven. Okay, number seven. And just give him both of them. And I know I'm going to tell you who I'm not asking. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I, I know who Drew, you're not. Drew, you have one left. Who your expert no, so is not. Drew so is we got off the board. Two more Leahs and one more Mike. So Leah. <laughs> Permit the frogs. Yeah. Dance. <laughs> Leah. All right, Leah. Here we go. On Tuesday, after the Iowa caucus, Fox News reported that Donald Trump was considering a major cabinet position for one of his GOP primary opponents, saying, quote, you need controversy for traction sometimes, and this guy is the most solid guy, there is no controversy whatsoever, unquote. Though he was not part of the final GOP debate, which primary challenger is Trump considering for a cabinet position? I'm just gonna say Vivek again, because I don't know. Okay. Well, but then she gives me like, well, I don't know, but but gave be. you a legitimate answer. It, so. Yeah, it could be. In you your sure question, did you say he was wrong? he was not part of the final debate? So this is somebody that Donald Trump has said he's considering for a major cabinet position, or at least Fox News was reporting that he was. And this was one of his GOP primary opponents, but he was not part of the final debate. Those so are the facts. Let's go through the debate here. Which, by the way, I'll just, in all fairness, and working for the people, I've been putting a lot of work into the legislation that I've been trying to get going, so I haven't really been following a lot of news. That's okay. So that was, sounds like was, plausible deniability yeah. to me. It well was, played. Uh, well played, I think he was sure. in the last debate, wasn't he? Or was it just Nikki Haley and DeSantis? Can we, answer? we can't answer Well, I thought he was in it, and then he dropped, like, afterwards he dropped out. But so it was I in the debate, not the caucus. Okay, then I don't know what I'm talking about. So... I'm gonna go. Yeah. We only have it till yeah, three o'clock. So. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna disagree with? Yeah, I'm gonna give answer. Scott the win on yeah, a, a Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> the correct answer was Doug Burgum. Yay! So good, job. Good, job. good job. Good job. You got that question right. Yeah. Which means we still got a game going here. Six. Yeah, I didn't. Six is your other path to victory. <laughs> he, he was on stage with him, so I think I would have got that one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so he he didn't get a whole lot of news on this it was just kind of one of those quick things that happened but it was earlier this week i was really surprised when he showed up on stage with him at iowa i was like where did that come from i was too and apparently trump really likes this guy and i i think it's because doug burgum seems to be a person who has a lot of really good principles it's it's funny because we kind of make fun of these guys in the midst of the debate because they have no shot right but this is what they're trying to do is exactly what he is doing. Well, and I believe so, he is a fellow billionaire. I, and, and I think that that's too. true, too. Yeah. So I think Vivek Ramaswamy also, you know, these guys, Trump likes these guys. He, he <laughs> likes people who have almost as much money as he does. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to surround you because you're not coming after me. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we're back to the board and we're back to Scott. I'm going with number four. Ooh, number four. Oh. All right. For the block. So in a way, the whole game kind of hinges on this question. Because right. if you don't get it, then he gets a tic-tac-toe and ties it right back up. Yep. And if you do get it, it's pretty much game over. So here we go. Number four. I'm going with Leo. I, I kind of figured he was. 
<laughs> Smart play. <laughs> well, well played. No. So it all could come down to Mike's answer on the last one, depending on how this one goes then. All right, Leah. Trump came in first in Iowa and DeSantis in second. Haley in third, Ramaswamy in fourth. Question, who came in fifth? This is a tough question. Yeah, I didn't know there was a fifth. This is a tough question. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh! oh! Through it. Well, unless you, you agree. Hey. You can, <laughs> unless you agree. You can agree with oh, that. Oh, this is me, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, no, I disagree. It was uh, Asa Hutchison. Oh. Uh, you are correct in disagreeing, but the answer is Ryan Binkley. Oh, it wasn't oh. Asa? I it thought it was Asa, Asa as well. Hutchinson. It was like Ryan Binkley, a Texas businessman and pastor. I never even heard of him. Yeah, I haven't either. But yet has. he beat Asa Hutchinson. Yeah, which brings up the earlier thing that I was saying to Drew. Why is Asa Hutchinson still in this race? No one even knows he's here. And that's a great that that's a great point to make. <laughs> well, regardless, it was not oh, Kermit the Frog. That's right. That's good. So, it's all good. Wait, wait. <laughs> well, Scott's going to give him the win and make it a game. Yeah. So well, they... technically, you were wrong what? in your answer. So, therefore, <laughs> he was, was right and disagree. He, he was, was right, right and wrong. He was right. He didn't get the bonus point. All right. Just for the sake of fun, then, we got this number six. Uh, you want to, I guess it'll have to be Mike, Mike right? Oh, yeah. All He's right. got nothing to lose at this point. <laughs> at so, this point, you know. so I can rely on you. There you go. Mike Kermit the Frog. Our last <laughs> audio whoopee of the day. He was worth it just to hear that. Exactly. A hearing on extraterrestrials last week produced this clip of Chad Pergram getting a hot take from this three-named Republican House member. I think it's incredibly important to listen to the specific words that Grush uses. You know, Grush never said extraterrestrial or alien. He said interdimensional. I think that that's incredibly important because... Those are the types of things that when we go in there, we, you know, there's just certain things that I think that it's important that you guys listen to. MTG, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. Hang on now. The question is, who is playing piano in the background? <laughs> oh. No, no. <laughs> that was Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> now, the who question is, who is that House member speaking right there about UAPs? So Chad I'm saying Burton. that's Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, it was either her, that or... Ocasio Cortez. Well, so, he said Republican, and she's uh, the only three three name Republican Houseman. that I know that's a female. That's the only one I know of as well. So, so I, I'll rely on you sorry. to let me down again. <laughs> so you're agreeing? Well, that, why not? <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> oh, I relied on him to let me down again. Yes. Well, then then that's true. She's the only one I know, though. So the answer was Anna Paulina Luna. I don't even know who she is. Oh, Where really? is she from? No, she's been in the news a, a little bit anyway. She's, I think she's from Texas. Yeah, get that on there. Scott, and, uh, Scott wants to make sure and put <laughs> another zero up there. Camera zoom in. There. One, two tac- tic-tac-toes total there for Scott. Wow. <laughs> nice game. All yeah. right. <laughs> so I assume Jeff, Jeff. Jeff's like, yeah, nice game. Thanks, Elam. Appreciate that. Looking forward to you coming to Jeff City soon. Hey, I can't wait to vote. Hey, can no, you help us out bill. on this yeah. Senate Bill 190? That's right. <laughs> For all other counties, it's fine. But in St. Charles. That'll be the car route. <laughs> exactly. I learned that from Senator Chuck Gross. There you go. <laughs>
if any actual legislation is affected by this game, I am deeply sorry. <laughs> but you live in Illinois, so it won't bother you. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> He's here as, as a mere advisor. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's all it. All right, X's and O's. Thanks for playing, guys. Thank you. Oh, thank thank you. Yeah, we appreciate drive. you coming in. Thanks for driving all this way in. So we appreciate that. Uh, you guys got big plans for the weekend? No Build plans. fires. Building fires? Stay, staying warm. Well, for Scott, I would ex- normally I would say he's going to be out on the lake, but he's not going to be out on the frozen lake. So, no. nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't see that happening. we got a Christmas party to go to tomorrow. Oh, that's true. I will see you there. Awesome. We'll, we'll be at Sicardi's place. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks very much for coming in. That is X's and O's. We are going to wrap this thing up, and we're going to do our YouTube live chat poll answers. On the other side, it's the Annie Fry Show. Mike Elam sitting in for Annie today on St. Louis's home for conservative talk, 97.1 FM Talk. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Staring at the faces in a rearview mirror. Looking at the promise of the promised It is the Annie Fry Show on 97.1 FM Talk. My name is Mike Elam, sitting in for Annie today. Uh, Going to get to our poll results coming up in just a little bit. I noticed earlier today there was a story um, by Kurt Erickson in the Post-Dispatch talking about the fact that Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe uh, got another big check. He just keeps, he keeps fundraising money, man, and uh, getting lots and lots of money, and I think they uh, said that there was $500,000 donation that got made from a Minnesota foundation on Thursday that came in for him. And I think that gets him up to another $4.3 million that went to his pack. Wow. That he has right there. So his end of the year reports uh, filed this week showed he raised 200 or he has $260,000 um, 
fundraising in the last quarter for his personal committee and another $4.3 million uh, for his affiliated PAC. He is definitely winning the fundraising. Uh, by comparison, Jay Ashcroft ended up 2023 with $2.2 million across his uh, regular committee and his PAC. Well, that's not bad. No, that's that's some good cash. And Senator Bill Eichel, who's been making a lot of news uh, with the uh, Senate, has $1.6 million in his two campaigns across there. So that's better he, than I thought too, actually. Kehoe's pushing four and a half to five million. Ashcroft's got two point two and Eigel's got one point one. Um and we're just in January. So we got a long way to go. August is the primary that you're gonna hit. So we'll see where that where that works out. Um Senator Eigel was tweeting his heart out yesterday because the Senate had a nine hour filibuster that they did. So yesterday. I was following this a little bit, um, but obviously we we look at national politics a little bit more, and especially being in Illinois, sure. I look at Illinois politics. Well, most of the more. whole show, except for Leah, I think, is Is from Illinois, Illinois. yeah. Um, so she's our Missouri rep here. But uh, what what exactly, and maybe Reardon's just walking in here too, maybe you guys could explain exactly what that was yesterday. So Mark Reardon's joining us. He's up next, and uh, he's got the roundtable that is coming up, which is always fun on a Friday. Mark, we were just talking about the fact of the nine-hour filibuster that happened with the Missouri Senate yesterday and uh, how Senator Eigel and Senator Schroer and some others were doing a lot of reading. There's a lot of literature that, that happened yesterday, but the fight about IP reform is coming up, and uh, there's a whole thing about are you going to push this to committee? And the president of the Senate, Caleb Rowden, didn't want to push it to committee for whatever reason. I I didn't get all the ins and outs. Uh, I was working my other three jobs yesterday, so I I missed out on that. Mark, did you hear any more about that part? Paid no attention because the Missouri legislature bores me to tears <laughs> and drives me crazy. So we will toss that out a little bit to Senator Smith and Lamping, former state senators, who will weigh in on that. But I, I don't have, you know, thanks for catching me off guard here because I do not have a good grasp. Of well, I knew that those guys. Were Sorry about in, that. So I knew it was going to be on your show, though. So. Yeah, no, those guys. We'll, we'll we'll toss it out there. Not one of my um, favorite topics of the week, but I, you know, I don't even know if I know the dynamics. Here's what I know about the Missouri Legislature: it's dysfunctional. We know that there's a lot of back and forth between this now Freedom Caucus and the right. establishment. You had Cindy Laughlin, who's basically um, second in the Senate, that kind of pulls back and calls Eigel and says, you're the definition of a narcissist this week, which, if we're being honest, not too far from the truth. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> but, you know, the, it's just crazy. What do they actually get done? Here's the one damn thing that I want them to do is sports wagering, and they're not going to do it again. Yeah. So they're worthless to me. There. Does that answer your question, Wiggins? Yeah, yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> I think I got a little nervous. <laughs> 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 well, here's a question. What's the big thing that is – is going to be on the Mark Reardon show. Well, we're going to talk about a bunch of different things today. We're going to talk about Bob Clark and Clayco and how he wanted to invest money into North St. Louis and the mayor, you know, Tish and the economic development gains. That now, you know, we got so many people just knocking down our doors to develop North St. Louis. So let's, uh, you know, well, put that one on remember, the back burner. The last guy who tried to do a big investment in North St. Louis ran into the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, look, it's. Um, 
I don't know what this city is all about. I really don't. We'll talk about Metrolink expansion, too. There's a big waste of money. And the reparations panel, you hear about that? They, they want an extension. They don't have enough ideas on how to waste money, so they need an extension with the reparations panel. <laughs> we got um, Alec Baldwin's got new charges this afternoon. We're going to talk about Trump and Iowa and Nikki and DeSantis and all that stuff. Hunter Biden, the Uvalde report. We got a lot of stuff here. And then, um, you know, one of the topics I talked about just a little bit yesterday, I don't know what you feel about this, Mike. You're a sports football fan. Wiggins, I don't know if you guys talked about this, this proposal, and I don't think it's going anywhere right now, to ban kids in California from playing tackle football if they're under 12 years old. And then Gronk comes out yesterday and says, yeah, I think that's a good idea. They should do flag football because it's too dangerous. But, I, you know, I don't like the nanny state. I get the safety concerns, but that's one of the topics we'll talk about as well. I have seen that story. I don't know that we've talked about it. We but, didn't. Um, I don't think we've talked about it all week, in fact. But that story is interesting because I've heard, I think it was Tom Brady, talking about how the game has changed so much even from when he started to when he retired that he's concerned that at the pro level, that it's going to become flag football. Well, see, here's what's interesting about that. I have my friend John Ziegler, who's in California. John, I've known him since 2008. He made a great documentary on the, um, you know, the Sarah Palin media coverage and stuff with Obama in 2009. We brought him to St. Louis, and he did the screening at the High Point. All kinds of listeners. It was a lot of fun. But John can be out there on the fringe quite a bit. Here's the thing about Zig, and I've known him a long time. Damn guy gets it right so often. So yesterday we're talking about this and we're kind of chewing it. And he goes, look, here's what I'm going to tell you. Now, he wasn't saying this is going to happen tomorrow. He goes, this, this whole thing is going to head toward flag football. They'll probably start with the quarterback in the NFL. I mean, now I'm not saying that I completely 100% agree with John, but let's face it. If the trend starts where kids can't play tackle football till junior high or something, that's too late to get ready likely for college in most situations. So I don't know where it's heading. I'm a big NFL and college football fan. I'd hate to see it go away. On the other hand, if I had an eight-year-old boy right now and not an eight-year-old girl and he wanted to play football, I, I don't know how I'd feel. I'm just being honest because, you know, there's some concerns with safety there. Do you, you know, remember Jack Snow with the Rams? One of the greatest guys ever, Jack Snow, was a broadcaster. Obviously, he was part of the Rams organization, but he broadcasted the Rams when he came here, when they came here to St. Louis. I loved Jack Snow so much, and he passed away way too early. So Jack was an NFL tight end with the Rams. That's right. And, and played through there, and he had a son who actually played baseball for the Cardinals, uh, JT Snow. Did was, he play for the Cardinals? He was yeah, on the, yeah. the Giants yep. for a while. I didn't know he was on the Cardinals. My So my daughter still has a number seven J.T. Snow jersey that she wears that my, my middle son bought when he was little. So he grew out of it, and my college-age daughter still fits into it. So uh, Jack used to talk about that when J.T. was growing up, he wouldn't let him play tackle football until he was in the ninth grade. Wow, he that said, is I, interesting. He saw all the injuries that happened to kids growing up with growth plates and all that stuff. So he he didn't want him to play until then. And I'm amazed how many professional athletes will say that. Football players Rock said it. Yeah. will say, yeah, they'll say that about their kids. But it, it's an interesting topic. But Rush Limbaugh used to talk about the wussification of professional football. That's what's happening. Yeah, and I know. The, the, I, I expect professional football players to get paid millions of dollars because they are our version of gladiators. Sure they are. When That's you right. watch that, it's like, look, your life's probably going to get shortened and your adult life is going to suck after you get done playing because you're, you're going to beat the hell out yeah. of your body, right? And I think that's one of the reasons why Barry Sanders left early because he's like, look, I've seen what happens to these guys. I'm good right now. I'm healthy. I feel good. Smart move. I'm going to walk away. So he walked away literally at the top of his career. Yeah. He 
He could have continued to play shocker. for years, and he left millions of dollars on the table. But he said, "Nah, nah, nah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna extend my life." So I'm curious to see where that's going to go and and how that's. Gonna I do too. And by the way, since JT Snow, I don't know how that eluded me, but I was not in St. Louis during that particular era when you he were was still in Milwaukee. Starting. I think right. Well, I, I came here in '96. Like when the Rams came here, I was here. That's how I got to know Jack because I was working, which was then it was nine. It was KSD uh, AM, which was the Rams station. Oh yeah. But my point was going to be if JT Snow was in the Cardinals organization. Hell, let's bring him back. I know he's been out of the game for a while, but everyone else is coming back. Bring you him back to Bush Stadium. Matt Carpenter got well, signed? That's my point. There yes, you go. Apparently. Fred had a great line. This will be a good line for those people who follow the Cardinals for a long time. He's like, yeah, Dal Maxville is next. <laughs> Former Cardinals GM. But I, I hope he uses that line in your show. I'll look forward well, to it. Well, I used it. Now I blew it. Now I blew it. Yeah. it. I was just having drinks with his son, Tim, at BMO's in Cottleville. That's pretty funny. So, so yeah, Dow's, Dow's son Tim is a friend who lives out there in St. Well, Charles County. We'll, we'll talk about this. And, and by the way, it's a it's a minimum salary deal. You know, he's going to make the the league minimum seven hundred fifty. Maybe there's right. some incentives there. They might use him as a bit of a DH fill in. And there's no shift, which makes Matt Carpenter a little bit more appealing. They banned the shift. Right. So I like it when guys do this because it it clearly is that they want to be part of Cardinal Nation after they retire. Which yeah, is, is this what this looks like to me? I always appreciate that. I think that's neat. And I still have a Matt Carpenter jersey, so I'm happy that he's coming back because it makes it relevant again. What was the thing that he was? Um, man, I'll tell you what. Once he started, and and I was on Camwex at the time when he started hawking the salsa. Remember, because yep. they did the salsa thing the year that he had the MVP numbers, and then they did the Schnooks commercials. And I was over on Camwex. We we aired those things. I mean. Every hour, and he was never the same after the salsa ads. I'll just tell you that. Ooh, Stay away from the salsa. the salsa. Right, exactly. Yeah, you go saying. from 33 home runs, you start plugging salsa in, then your game falls apart. I don't think there's a direct correlation, but you just never know. Mark, can I ask you the poll question of the day that Absolutely. we don't get to do this with I, you much? I didn't, I didn't hear it yet, so yeah. Okay, now so you're about to. Live reaction on. then. What is your winter weather limit? you got three choices here. Are you saying bring on the snow? One more good snow and then I'm done, or I'm completely done with the snow. Two is a very confusing um, option for me because have we had a good, we haven't had a good snow. But, but you're it, saying yeah. I'll I'll do one good I'll snow one and then I'm done. Yeah, I'm I'm probably there. I mean, Number I don't. Here's here's my deal on the snow is I, I'd rather have snow than this crap where it's single digits and wind chills below zero. I'd, I'm I'd have like a little snow to play with with my daughter. I don't like really shoveling it, but I have a kid in the neighborhood probably do that and pay him way too much. <laughs> but it's the, you know, Mike, you mentioned Milwaukee. I always told people when when I was up there, I hated the cold, but it wasn't December, January, February because it's winter. You know, you kind of you expect, expect it. it. But man, up there, I live near the lake, and April, March, April, May. June. You're just waiting, waiting, waiting. <laughs> it's just that cold air. July and August, let me tell you, but yeah. it just got annoying. So I'm ready to move further south. So you're option two. Where Where are you, Mr. Wiggins? I'm also option two. I want to see at least one more good snow. I might even go to the uh, let 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 it snow because we're till too early in the season. We really haven't gotten a great one to really enjoy it yet. Yeah. Lino. It's been so cold. Mike, you remember our colleague, Carol Daniel, who yeah. used to work with us. She just retired last year. And Dave Klein and I, my former producer, we used to save audio. And I don't know that we really aired this one too often, but one time we had a very similar discussion about this. And, you know, when there's like an inch, an inch and a half in the uh, in the forecast, and I'm like, come on, let's get a serious waste of time. Carol said, yeah, give me six inches or give me nothing. <laughs> We kept, we kept that sound bite for posterity. Let me just tell you. <laughs> Talk some, to you in a few minutes. I'll close on that. There's some things that you say you're like, oh. So Mark well, I, Creed, I think she knew it right when she said it, that's too. When, as soon as you say it, you yeah. go, oh, man, that's that's going to live on for yes, posterity. Yes, it has. Leah, where are you going to be on this? 
I'm going to say one more good snow. I would normally say let it snow, but that's because, you know, like school gets canceled and this and that. Unfortunately, work doesn't get canceled. So Yeah, I'm with Lee on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it got canceled, I'd say, yeah, bring on the snow. But Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm done. I'm done with the snow. I don't like the snow. If I could live in Florida, I would live in Florida, but m- my wife wants to be close to the grandson. So we're we're staying here for that. Where's the listeners come down? A lot a lot of comments on this one. Amy says, "If I could go for one more good snow, I would, but I'm super over this negative cold nonsense thing. Bring on spring in that regard." Yes. Jackie says, "More snow, please, but hold the ice." Linda says, "I voted done with the snow. What I really mean is done with the winter. Let's move on to spring." Lori says, I'm okay with the snow, but not a lot so far, so I wouldn't mind seeing some more. Janine, I hate winter. Too dark and cold creates a nightmare for our mobile phlebotomists. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm just reading them. I'm just telling you. Ender says, bring all that snow on. I love my winter. I love my snow. Uh, the results of the YouTube live chat poll today are actually pretty split. Bring on the snow got 33%. One more good snow, then I'm done, 25%. But the majority went with, I'm done with the snow, 43%. Yes, and I'm done today. I will be back with you on Monday, Annie Fry show. Mike Elam filling in. Mark Reardon show is coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 